0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, set, set. Just call me Swanee. Tiger style. Tiger style. Finally, Clemson Sports Talk has come back to drive time. Hello, everybody. Lawton Swine back in the saddle once again. 316, Greystone Boulevard, fast-paced, action-packed. Hurry up. No huddle. Sports Talk programming for you. Fox Sports Radio 1400, the Midlands around the world on the iHeartRadio app. My question becomes, as I watch Lowell go through the cadence to open the program, how many of you out there could open the show that shakes the south Lane if I weren't here in studio. At least get the bird off the ground. I don't know if you guys could land the plane over the next two hours, but how many of you could get her in the air? Maybe that should be a little segment on the show. Call in and give us your best, finally, and see if you can dive into it perfectly. I'd be willing to listen to some of you guys make a run at this thing. Heck, if you did it good enough, I might take a day off and let you come in and fill in for me. Okay, now, now I'm pushing it. I might let you open the show, though, to spare me the minute that we've since lost since we don't do the Fox uh, top-of-the-hour break there. That, of course, for syndication purposes as we move forward here on the show that shakes the Southland. What, what, what? Indeed. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. Rivalry baseball. Rivalry baseball in the state of South Carolina tonight. The Clemson Tigers are this afternoon... We'll be getting out here a little bit early. We'll hear from Monty Lee. We'll hear from Mark Kingston, head coach of the Gamecocks, in hour number two of the show that shakes the Southland, delivering the goods for you here. And, of course, after we go off the air a little early, I will take the long trek across the hall to our sister station, 560 WVOC, for the newest show in the state of South Carolina, SC Sports on the South Carolina Radio Network. Lowell, the producer, in studio with us today. I'm getting set to fire things up over on Facebook and ClemsonSportsTalk.com. Big afternoon here on the program. Lowell, what in the world is going on with you, uh, my man?
3: Bada-boom. Oh, wasn't in program.
2: Ah, hey.
3: Bada-boom. Realest Champs in the room, how you doing?
2: Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. You excited about this uh, Clemson-South Carolina baseball matchup? The three games set to take place beginning tonight and then or this afternoon. I keep saying tonight. These baseball games.
3: What is tonight? It's at 6 o'clock. Is that night? It's night. It's still daylight
4: out at 6. I
3: think night starts probably around 6 o'clock. I I consider it like 4 to 5 evening or 3 to 5 evening and then...
2: I think you're going to be in the minority on this, so you're telling me that this is an evening show? Yes. Well, this evening on Clemson Sports Talk, it's not evening. I think 6 is evening. Night is 8.
3: You say so. I do want to go back to the open, though, because I think the hardest part of a radio show is just getting it up in the air and flying, man, and then landing the thing at the end of the show. Once you're in the air and cruising, it's not bad. Getting it started and, and closing it out, though.
2: That's what the Wright brothers said. It's tough. Getting, getting it in the air is tough. Once you get the bird in the air, though.
3: The thing just flies. It just
2: goes. Landing it can also be difficult. Yes. But, yeah, I agree. I never will forget the first time you did the show by yourself. That was a hilarious moment in the history of this program.
3: Which, and look at me now.
2: yeah look at him i almost wish we could go back and find that episode did we do we have that episode on tape somewhere
3: probably i mean
2: it's it's most known i know on tape listen to me it's not like
4: stay off the lawn kids and make sure you rewind
2: your vcr tapes before you turn them in the (laughs) blockbuster remember that
3: be kind rewind
2: nothing like grabbing a uh vcr a movie a movie
3: that's at the last minute no
2: (laughs) spoiler alert they blow up the death star No. please be kind rewind i remember like we were not necessarily big so barnwell whether you realize this or not lol we did not have a blockbuster video on barnwell you probably didn't. We had something called the movie house. Okay. Movie houses one and two, I believe is what they were called. Video house. Excuse me. Video house. Video house one and two. There were two of them, but you would rent movies so frequently back then that you would have a separate rewinder. So that when you finished movie one, you just popped in in the rewinder and then you could watch your next movie. You didn't have to wait the agonizing two minutes to rewind or however long it would take, you know, to rewind these videos. You probably don't remember having a, a rewinder.
3: No, I just rewound it in the VCR.
2: Yeah. You guys are rookies.
3: Yeah. I, I actually preferred Hollywood video to, to Blockbuster, to be honest. In the day? Back in the day.
2: Yeah. I wonder... How many of you still have a VCR for one reason only? Old recorded Clemson football games. Like maybe you've got Clemson, Oklahoma or Clemson, Penn State. You know, some classic Clemson football footage that you've, I hesitate to say stowed away, but that you've kind of kept on the, the, the sidelines for far too long. And just every once in a while, you pop it in there and, and fire it off. Like, my uncle had the recording of the national championship game. And I, I think thanks to Tiger Ray, maybe. Is it Tiger Ray on YouTube who yes. has so many of the Clemson games that are now online where you could tune in and watch them? Yeah, I do they, wonder. they keep
3: getting pulled down, though. He has to keep putting them back up. Why can't we just get some sort of
2: archive of this? Why can't it just be an archival footage of the game? Why do we have to be so angry about, you know, a Cheetos commercial from 1981 that nobody's watching anymore? Why do the rights holders have to be such jerks on something like that from the old days? They ought to just be thankful anybody's watching
3: it. Do do you know what I am waiting for? And this is kind of taking a deep dive in this conversation. So I don't know how far you want to go into it, but you know, the ACC digital network is getting set to launch. I really wish, and I don't know why more people don't follow the format of what the WWE network does, but I wish the ACC digital network would do something like that, where they just have ACC football games archived that you can go find and watch. I think that would be incredible
2: I could buy into that. ACC football and basketball. Like,
3: Yeah. I'd love to go. And you just just look up, let's say, 2003, Clemson, South Carolina, because that's a popular one here. And then you just click on the thing. Yeah. And the screen pops up, and you press play, and there's the game. I think that would be amazing.
2: And a lot of people would subscribe. I mean, imagine if you could go watch, like, Jerry Stackhouse and Rasheed Wallace at North Carolina going up against uh, the guys that were at Duke during that time. In the ACC tournament. And they do have a vault. You know, the ACC does have a vault on their website that you can go to and see some of these games. But I'm with you. I don't want to see some. I want to have the ability to see any that I want to see. Everybody talks about the day and age of, like, Phil Ford at North Carolina. And, and maybe that basketball would be atrocious to go watch right now by comparison to what we've seen because back then I think there was no shot clock and teams held the ball. But in all honesty, wouldn't you want to go back and maybe watch, say, that Clemson Tiger basketball team that led the ACC all-time in threes, the first year the three-pointer came into the league? Wouldn't you like to kind of go in and, and hear the reaction to what it was like when guys were dropping three-point bombs in an era where that had never been done before. Oh, my goodness, what a risky shot, but it's good for three. Incredible the way this is changing the game, this three-point shot. I'm with you, Lowell. I think there's something unique about it. It would be even better if they could find a way to give you the choice between what audio you wanted to watch with it if you wanted to watch the Jim Phillips call of a basketball game, you could. Now, as I understand it, there is no Jim Phillips radio call of Clemson and Nebraska, the 1981 National Championship game. Um, the NBC, NBC, I guess, was the rights holder of that game. And it was broadcast across the country
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: By, I think, NBC Sports. And at that time, as I understand it, and I may be wrong, You you feel free to call me and correct me, they would not allow for a network to broadcast the game. If you were going to tune in, you had to catch it on your local NBC radio affiliate. And I think that's the other way this thing has changed a lot in my lifetime is how much radio fails to impact the sporting event. Like People can be critical of Don Munson, of Pete Yannity, of anybody that does color or play-by-play, but those guys are not listened to nearly as much as they once were. We've touched on this before. The day and age of the the consummate broadcaster, uh, just the guy who is the voice of the program, might be gone. But I think you cannot deny that a part of that may be not so much about the guys not having the pipes, not having the talent, or whatever you want to talk about, Maybe the bigger impact is just the fact that every game's on TV now. Maybe it has less to do with Don Munson and Pete Yannity and more to do with Comcast and DirecTV and all the places that you can watch these games now, if that makes sense. Less about the guys. Maybe if we had to rely on them more. Too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah, well, not even that. It's It's like there are microwaves in a, in a world where ovens were once the way to cook and the oven is not, I venture to guess that in a year, even though the oven goes through hours of work at a time that mostly the microwave oven gets used more. It's at least used more frequently. 803-978-1832. And of course saying that simply because of the fact, that we've got a situation where the radio broadcasters, the guys who are doing what Jim Phillips and uh, Munson over at North I mean at, at Georgia, um, Larry Munson, Bob Fulton here in Columbia with the South Carolina Gamecocks, what they once did just doesn't happen as much as it as it used to, or it's not as recognized as much as it used to be. Now, Clemson Tiger baseball tonight, taking on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Lowell, we uh, mentioned this on SC Sports last night with my co host, Will Pelagic. And again, you can hear that show from 6 until 8 o'clock on 560 WVOC and on the iHeartRadio app. In, in terms of this series, I picked it 2 1 Clemson, Will picked it 2 1 South Carolina. Some people would say, man, you guys are drawing it right down the party line. I'll be honest, I don't know that there's a wrong answer because I don't see either of these two teams sweeping this series. I think uh, given the way that they both hit the ball this year, um, that will play a a huge role in it. I think Clemson has the better chance of the two teams to win two out of three, uh, partially because... They get to play game one at home, which I'm a momentum guy. I I buy momentum.
3: Can Can I kill this argument before you get into it? Well,
2: I'm assuming you're going to kill it with recent results in game one.
3: In which Clemson, I don't think the past three years has won game one.
2: And they bounce back. But I'm a momentum guy. And playing this first game at home, Doug Kingsmore Stadium, And then getting game two in Greenville, sort of in Clemson's backyard. I know it's a neutral site game. Sort of in Clemson's backyard. Davis Sharp going on in game two as well, given how good he's been so far. Kind of makes me feel really good about games one and two for the Tigers. Game three here in Columbia on Sunday. I mean, I think that's a winnable game. For the South Carolina Gamecocks, obviously, the crazy thing about it, Clemson has not swept this series since, what, we said 1996, I believe, Lowell? Your boy was a sophomore in college, if that gives you any indication of how long it's been since Clemson swept South Carolina in baseball. That's hard to believe. Yeah, but But it's been a great series for many years, and I know a lot of people love it. If you're making your way up, for this afternoon's game, 803-978-1832, let us know what you think about it. Obviously, Kier Meredith, who Monty Lee told us last night, will play. He didn't tell us this on the air. We're going to have Monty Lee on. Uh, the audio from Monty Lee coming up for you in hour number two of the program here this afternoon. An abbreviated hour two, as we'll get off the air early for Clemson Tiger Baseball. Because, of course, Fox Sports Radio 1400 in the Midlands and on the iHeartRadio app is home for your Clemson Tigers major sports, women's basketball, men's basketball, baseball, and football. And if you believe the polls we put out on social media, baseball, the clear-cut number two sport at Clemson, according to a majority of the fans when we pose that question to you. But you do get those games right here on Fox Sports Radio and on the iHeartRadio app, which is great, on your Amazon Echo, on your Google Home device, If you're heading up there, Gamecocks, Tigers, let us know your thoughts on the series. Clemson ranked number 14 according to Baseball America. South Carolina unranked. Both teams 7-1. Both teams with 17 home runs. Oddly enough, 2.13 home runs per game for these two teams right now. Second in the nation in total home runs are the Gamecocks and the Tigers. If you had to give me a a number, Lowell, if I – well – over-under. If I said – if I gave you – I'll go nine on this. Nine. Nine home runs total. In, in this series. Series. Nine home runs total in the series. I'm going under. You could take the under on yep. that. Both teams combined. Yep. Both teams combined.
3: Yep, because I, I think as good as they are, both teams are hitting the ball – these are also the two best pitching staffs that either team has gone against so far this oh, year.
2: Now, that's, there's no question. And and that's where you'll learn a lot about each other this afternoon and then into the weekend.
3: It's it, is it's, nine
2: a decent number? I mean, is there it, would eight or seven have maybe made you hedge a little bit more one way or the other?
3: I, I just tend to believe it's going to be lower. Now, I, I do think you're going to get a few very critical home runs that are going to okay. swing the series one if way I had or said another. Six.
2: If I had said six,
3: I could see it pushing six.
2: I mean, you're talking I, both
3: teams. Yeah, I, I understand. It's still a lot of home runs in it's three what, games. 50,
2: is that what fifty? Fifty-four innings of baseball. If you, I mean, I know it's nine. I understand nine times three is twenty-seven, but in terms of batting opportunities, 54 batting opportunities for these teams?
3: Six is a good number. I think I'd still take the under, but that's just my gut feeling. You would would go under six? Yeah. Wow. I think my my gut feeling is these teams are going to have to find ways to manufacture runs, and they won't just be able to rely on their power.
2: Lowell thinks it's under six, folks. Under six. I think nine's probably about the number. We'll see what it looks like coming out of this weekend. Again, it's the Gamecocks and the Tigers right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and on the iHeartRadio app. Pre-game coverage begins in about an hour, 530. We jump off the air and Tiger baseball takes over. We'll continue the conversations on the flip side. On the show that shakes the South Lane. Your home for the Clemson Tigers in the Midlands, Clemson. SportsTalk.com.
5: Fox Sports Radio 1400 Traffic.
1: Lots to talk about this time around. This just in from the traininfo.com heating and cooling tip line. 20 westbound is partially blocked near the 66-mile marker due to a wreck. Broad River Road partially blocked at Farrington Way due to a collision. Also have a fender bender, Farrow Road at Park Lane. An accident on UG outbound to 126. Also, Bush River Road partially blocked at Tram Road due to a wreck. I'm Duff in the 560 WVOC AM Traffic Center, brought to you by Pope Davis Tire and Automotive. Great prices on tires and car repair for 40 years.
6: This report is brought to you by Pepto-Bismol.
4: Oh my stomach. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach diarrhea.
5: Girl, here's Pepto-Bismol. It'll treat your stomach
4: right. Nausea, upset
5: stomach, Try Pepto-Bismol with ultra
7: coating. Cottingham Family Dentistry would like to welcome you to become a part of their family. What makes them different? It's in the name family. Cottingham Family Dentistry offers same day crowns, dental implants, cosmetic dentistry, including whitening, veneers, and tooth color fillings, Invisalign, and many other dental services. If you're searching for an amazing dental home, contact Cottingham Family Dentistry at 776 4234 or stop by their office at 3722 Divine Street and become a part of the family. CottinghamFamilyDentistry.com.
0: Americans are always on the move. They're in the car, at the office, working around the house. Americans refuse to sit still. So how do you connect with all of these moving targets? Easy, with radio. Radio reaches 93% of Americans every week. conditions 18 plus
6: google facebook even television because hey who has the time to sit and
0: watch tv so when you want to connect with all those constantly moving adults teens and millennials get to iheartmedia.com and put amfm radio to work for your company
2: rob graham of south carolina farm bureau insurance is an insurance agent you can count on to meet all your needs home auto health life you name it rob's got you covered and he looks forward to the opportunity of saving you money Call him today for a free quote, 803-951-8745. That's 803-951-8745. Or just go to ClemsonSportsTalk.com and click on the Farm Bureau logo to be connected to Rob.
6: When you get in your car, you need the best directions to get where you want to be. we
5: will arrive at your retirement
1: in eight the years. The same
6: is true for your retirement. You need a voice to guide you along the way. Join Pat Struby for Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat's 18 years of experience can help make your retirement journey feel like a drive down easy street. Arriving at your retirement.
0: Saturdays, 6 a.m. on Fox Sports Radio, and Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 9 on 560 WVOC for Save Your Retirement with Pat Strooby. Now,
5: back to Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. On Columbia's home for the 2018 National Championship Tigers, Fox Sports Radio, 1400.
2: Every afternoon from 4 until 6 o'clock is the show that shakes the Southland Clemson Sports Talk. And then, and then, from 6 until 8 o'clock, it's SC Sports on the South Carolina Radio Network. Lawton Swan with you here, though, today, talking about the Clemson Tigers, the South Carolina Gamecocks. Boy, Lowell, I'm going to ask the people watching the show on Facebook uh, to give us an idea. And those of you on social media, at Clemson Sports, you can hit us up. Lowell seems determined right now, steadfast in his assessment of well under nine. Home runs will be hit in this series. He even felt like under six, he said he would take the under of six. These are two of the most prolific home run hitting teams in the country. I think number two and three. Uh, as of two days ago, that may have changed depending on who played a game and how many home runs some people have hit. I don't have that in front of me. Both with 17 home runs coming into the game through their first eight games of the season. Pitching being the reason that you are steadfast in this opinion.
3: Pitching, weather's a big one. I I I just, my gut feeling of this series is... You're going to have to find a way to get runners across the plate. You're going to have to manufacture some runs, and I don't think there's going to be a a whole lot of opportunities to just get runs by sending the ball out of the park.
2: Even at floor field with the short porch in left?
3: That may be where you get your most home runs in the series. I don't know if it's going to be enough for you to get nine in the series.
2: Now that's not nine by one team. I want to make sure everybody understands understand. that because they may think that I that I'm saying, oh well, Clemson's going to hit three home runs every game. No, I'm saying combined South Carolina and Clemson. Mm-hmm. You, I'll be interested for anybody watching on Facebook. What do you? If I put it at nine, nine home runs this weekend, the three game series, taking into account the weather, taking into account the pitching, taking into account everything, would you take the over or the under? Don't give me... I don't want to push. I don't want to hear a push. You either take the over or you take the under. It might might hit on nine. That's fine. You take the over or the under. Social media, you can hit us up as well. Now, we also had a unique topic on SC Sports yesterday that was a lot of fun. Could you build a franchise around the best birthday, the best player who shares the birthday with you, the best... Athlete, if you will, that has a common birthday with you. And we we saw some interesting results uh, that are out there. And there are some great birth dates for awesome athletes, for sure. Maybe February 17th, I believe, being the best we saw with Michael Jordan and Jim Brown sharing that birthday with a handful of other individuals. Lowell, your top person was in terms of
3: sports athletes? Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: Garoppolo, quarterback. I I had three pretty good ones. I went with Alonzo Morning. It, let me ask you, do you think Morning is a better player to build a team around than Clay Thompson?
3: Probably, yes. Yeah,
2: I I feel like it. And so What was morning, the second pick in the NBA draft, I think, second or third. Shaq was one. Alonzo may have been third. Christian Laettner was two. And then Alonzo. I know that because Shaquille O'Neal had a, a rap song. He had a rap career. And he had a line in there that said, not a Christian Laettner, not a lines of mourning, that's okay, not being braggadocious, supercalifragilistic, Shaq is allidocious. Remember that, with the foo
3: He was the second overall pick of the 1992 NBA draft.
2: To the Hornets.
3: Laettner was third.
2: To the Wizards?
3: Timberwolves. Oh, T-Wolves.
2: Shaq went to Orlando. Alonzo went to Hornets and then I thought one of the worst moves in the history of the NBA was the next year when Orlando had the first pick again, they won the draft again, the the lottery. And either they selected Chris Webber but then traded Webber. I I that that blew my mind. I thought if you had put Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Weber on the court together, did they acquire Penny Hardaway, though, in that deal that next year? I mean, Penny and Shaq ended up getting to the finals, I think, in nineteen ninety five, but they didn't win. They didn't win it. If you tell me Penny Hardaway was a part of that deal, I might go, okay, maybe. But why would you, Chris Webber? Webber and Shaq, that's your center and your power slash small forward? You having trouble finding what happened with the Chris Webber NBA draft over there? I see your computer's back alive. It is. Frankenstein the computer over there. What takes you so long with Google?
3: The internet. Like, I feel like I could Google it
2: faster. I think it's your computer.
3: I think it's the internet.
2: What do you mean the internet? The internet. It's just slow? All right, Weber was selected by the Magic with the first pick of the 1993 NBA draft, becoming the first sophomore since Magic Johnson to be the number one pick. The Magic immediately traded him to the Golden State Warriors in exchange for Penny Hardaway and three future. Why is that so hard for you? I put in Chris Webber and draft. Do you use Google or Bing or Yahoo? Well, I'm happy for you. Do, wh- which do you use? Google. And so the answer to our question in Google was right here. Did you do you not see that when you Google it? What do you see? Maybe your has your Google been compromised? Lol. I hear about this. Has your Google been hacked? Do you not get that same-looking result when you type in Chris Webber and draft? Leave me alone. I just—I'm just wondering what
3: you get. What—what what did you search for? Leave me alone. That's what—that's well, that's what what, why I didn't
2: find. If you search for "leave me alone," the top result for that is "leave me alone." Uh, is Flip DeNiro? Leave me alone. It looks like a. Gr- no, you don't want to. Don't Google that, folks. That's a not Googler because we got the lyrics below it. <clears throat> Flip De Niro, not exactly family-friendly music, apparently. Produced by Young Forever and Cast Beats. Yeah, that's not the one you want.
3: Well, this is the second time we've Googled something on air that we should not have. <laughs> it's
2: happened. It's happened before, believe me. All right, let's see. What are people saying about the over-under there? Uh, Social media. Clemson baseball tonight. You can listen to it right here in an hour. Pre-game show on Fox Sports Radio 1400. It is your home for the Tigers, the Clemson Tigers in the Midlands. We return in three.
0: iHeartRadio makes it simple to find a podcast for whatever topic interests you. And the hottest topic right now, true crime. So, iHeartRadio declares this week, True Crime Podcast Week. Get ready to discover something new, like Monster, Zodiac Killer. He
8: seems to crave publicity. Dr. Death,
0: Over My Dead Body, The Dropout, Dirty John, My Favorite Murder, and others. True Crime Podcast Week. Let iHeartRadio be your podcast player. iHeartRadio, your music, your stations, and podcasts, too. All free.
2: Tiger fans look no further than the Tiger Sports Shop in Clemson for all your game day needs. Since 1974, they've brought you everything Clemson for the Clemson fan. With quality brands such as Nike, Antigua, Cutter and Buck, and Champion. Plus many more, from hats to t-shirts to tailgate, the Tiger Sports Shop has all the Clemson gear a true Tiger fan needs. With two convenient game day locations in Tigertown, shop where I shop at Dr. I.M. Ibrahim's Tiger Sports Shop. They fuel the passion of Tiger fans everywhere. Check them out online, tigersports.com. Lawton Swan here, and I know in sports we're always talking about the big guy. Well, let me tell you, when you're buying a car, you don't need that. What you need to do is head down to Orangeburg to my good friends at Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac. Four generations of family-owned business right there at Ferry Chevrolet. No dock fees, no tricks, straightforward pricing in a low-pressure environment you'll love. Check them out online, ferrychevrolet.com, or call them, 803-536-1600. It's Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac, just a short 30-minute drive off of exit 145A in Orangeburg.
0: Now today's forecast from the Red Shirt Guys Roofing Weather Center.
2: As the afternoon finally ticks on closer to that 5 o'clock bell, Temperatures, although very wet outside, and the chance of some thunder showers stay very mild. 68 degrees for a high, as a matter of fact, but Saturday looks beautiful. Tyler Ryan in the ABC Columbia Weather Center.
6: This report is brought to you by
5: Zequil Pure Z's.
6: Worried about another sleepless night instead try new ZQL
0: pure z's melatonin gummies ZQL pure z's is drug free with an optimal dose of melatonin and unique blended botanicals like lavender and chamomile to help you fall asleep naturally and wake with no next day
1: grogginess new zequel pure z's
5: fox sports radio 1400 the midlands home for clemson tiger sports powered by carolina fresh farms with six locations throughout south carolina
2: Joe that shakes the Shakes of Southland Clemson Sports taught Lawton Swan Lowell, the producer, extraordinarily producing allegedly in the Battle of the Tortoise and the Hare. I won on the Google search. I'm still interested in so, that Google so, search.
3: Someone say you lost based on the last thing you Googled.
2: <laughs> Flip De Niro. Hmm. I never even heard of that guy. So, Lowell, your guy was, again, with the birthday, Garoppolo. My guy was Alonzo. Davo Sweeney's burner account says uh, April 24th, Chipper Jones. Build a franchise around tri- Chipper. A lot of people hitting it up, man. Zach says uh, he shares his birthday with LeBron James. I like it. Hunter Renfro today becomes the oldest person at age 48 to ever work out for the NFL. I get the sneaky feeling when Hunter Renfro gets to the bench press, he's just going to move the earth. As he pushes up on the 225, Hunter Renfro will affect the uh, gravitational pull. Of the Earth, Moon, and Stars, that may be, that may be a cause of controversy for the world, and uh, you may see tremors and and aftershocks all over the all over the the globe as Hunter Renfro heads up to the combine. Now, yesterday, in part of his workout, I thought Mitch Hyatt did pretty well, just in terms of the bench press, twenty eight. 28 reps, a 225. That put him at about 10th, I think, overall at the time. I, I think he's probably still around about that spot. Maybe the more surprising thing for me, especially for Gamecocks peeking over the fence, Zach Bailey only did 24. And I, I really see Zach Bailey as being a stronger individual than Mitch Hyatt. So I, I'm I'm not even going to lie to you. I was a little bit surprised by that fact. I I thought that Zach Bailey would have put up more reps than uh, Mitch Hyatt, just being honest with you. Hyatt kind of a leaner guy, in my opinion, not quite as stocky, not quite as compact as, uh, as Zach Bailey. Now, some of the measurements came in today as well. And this was interesting. Did you did you see the size of uh, Dexter Lawrence? All, all the I guess you would say all the measurables for Big Dex. Lowell? Did you happen to Did you get a chance to catch any of that action,
3: boss? I did not. Surprise me.
2: All right. Well, I don't. If you've met the man, and I know you've you've been around him enough to know he ain't tiny, Lowell. Six foot four and four eighths, so six foot four and a half, 342 pounds, 10 and a half inch hands, 34 and three fourths inch arms or reach, his wingspan 84 inches. You want to compare that to, say, Quentin Williams, who a lot of people think could be one of the top guys, if not the top guy to taken. It. it just kind of depends on who's looking. I mean, Quentin Williams the incredible defensive lineman at Alabama. Dexter's about an inch and a half taller. Dexter's 39 pounds heavier. Dexter's hands are about an inch and a half bigger. Dexter's uh, arms are inch and a half longer. His wingspan's two inches longer. Dex is a big old boy, Lowell. Yes, he is. That's a that's a sick sandwich eating dude right there. I do wonder, we've asked some guys in the past about their eating habits. Would you like to go to like Cracker Barrel with Big Dex after he's had a he hadn't had anything to eat in about eight, eight, ten hours? Have to pay for that meal? I mean, I've seen you've yeah, I've, I've eaten with you. You do some damage, and you're not even a big dude, really, by comparison to Dexter Lawrence.
3: Uh Dexter Pipsqueak. You do,
2: <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> you could do some damage. I mean, we've gone to like fast food restaurants before on some of our travels across the country, and I mean, you can drop a fifteen spot on your own on your own meal at times.
3: No longer. You no could, longer. You could though.
2: You could. What's the most you ever dropped at a fast food restaurant just for your food?
3: Well, it depends on the fast food restaurant. So like Wendy's tends to be a little more expensive, like a five guys' tends to be more expensive and I love both those places. Yeah.
2: Most you ever done 15 at Wendy's? 15 bucks on your for yourself because when my family of four hits 15, I start getting a little queasy I'm like, whoa 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 What's I don't think I've here? ever
3: dropped 15 the... at a Wendy's 12? I mean, I only usually, like, my go-to order at a Wendy's is, like, a Baconator combo.
2: Well, me and your, you and your dad were, were coming back from New Orleans. We stopped at a Wendy's just off of a, uh, just off of the interstate. And you had the Baconator combo, but you had something else to go along with it, like a Frosty and a something else. I mean, there was, it was, I, yeah, you topped it off.
3: I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that's correct. You
2: went like a well, it was a large Baconator combo, maybe with the large fry, the Coke, eight nine bucks probably,
3: probably. Golly. I don't think it broke ten, but <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's. What'd you spend? What'd you spend at that
2: that gas station that you couldn't wait to stop at in Texas?
3: Oh, let's see. What, well, what was, well, was that like place it? called? I got some sin there, didn't I? I? I restocked our sin. What was that place called? Bucky's. Bucky's. Yeah. Well, it,
2: it, y'all, I'm not even kidding you. I was so excited to go. In Lowell there. going to Bucky's was like the Griswolds going to Wally World. He could not wait.
3: I, you, I, you didn't even go inside, which I'm really angry you didn't because that place is incredible. Swanee, we gotta go to Bucky's. It's <sighs> it's like the world's largest gas station. You had Cade, Cade Crenshaw. Cade loved it. Cade, we Cade almost thought,
2: lost Cade. Cade thought it was awesome. Kate just turned 18. I thought he got kidnapped or something. His parents sent him to Texas. I didn't think we were going to bring you home safe and sound. He thought it was awesome. You would have thought it was, too, if you'd you had gone inside. What would you spend in in Bucky's? Yeah, Do
3: not. 20-something? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I went in. I got. Two bags of beef jerky. I got beef jerky. I restocked our sin. Uh, and now we shared the sin, so.
2: Yeah, we did. If you're wondering, that's a. Uh, the sweet tart, little tiny ones. The the, the chewy sweet tarts oh. or whatever. Yeah. It, once you start, you can't stop.
3: They're really good. And what else did I get in there?
2: Cheese something. You had some cheese pretzels. Yeah.
3: I, no, I got a little cheese snack thing. Did I get? Did I bring us some, like some fudge or something?
2: You you had fudge. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I spent a good bit of money in Bucky's. <laughs>
2: so sad, lol.
3: Bucky's is awesome.
2: So sad.
3: By the way, if you're if you're wondering. Yeah. Clemson, South Carolina combined have allowed eight home runs this year.
0: Lucky
6: Land Casino
0: asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
6: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never
0: win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: In seven games. It's not the same. Well, it's, it's also not the same the other way. Which I was saying earlier. So, so the, now you're using my argument.
2: So I take 8 and 17, and I add those together. That gives me 25. I divide by 4, and I get 6 and something. I don't really know what that math means, but I'm gonna I, say I don't know where you're going to say 6 this. A piece is 12, so I'm taking the over. All right. so what? <laughs> that's What? That's the way it works there. Swanee math. Yes. We've uh, mathematically proven that it's going to be the over right there. Uh, 803-978-1832. Oh, man. Hey, the Lady Tigers last night dropped one on the road. We'll touch on them when we return.
4: Hi, I'm Alicia Kaufman-Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T-bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meeting Place, just look for the signs near the intersection of US 1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meeting Place, when you want the very best your money can buy.
7: When a community grows, its hospital should grow too. And that's just what we're doing at Lexington Medical Center. We recently launched the largest hospital expansion project in South Carolina history. Our new 10-story patient tower will help us take better care of patients, including the tiniest infants who need special attention. It will also make room for the growing number of patients who need surgery and intensive care. At Lexington Medical Center, our mission to serve our community never wavers. We're here when you need us today, and we'll be there when you need us tomorrow.
5: And now, it's time for another 9-second legal tip, brought to you by George Sink Injury Lawyers. I'm attorney George Sink, and here's a tip. If you've been hurt in a car wreck, it's important to call the police right away. Having an accident properly documented can help protect
0: your
6: rights when filing a claim. This has been another 9 Second Legal Tip brought to you by George Sink Injury Lawyers. And don't forget, if you've been hurt on the highway, call all nines
0: now. George Sink, Injury Lawyers, 1440 Broad River Road, Columbia. Let me
2: tell you who I trust to protect my home and my family. Modern Exterminating. Hey, it's Lawton Swan, and when you need top-quality service from a team that knows what bugs you, call Modern Exterminating, 765-2315. They're locally owned and offer a full complement of pest elimination services, including complete pest control, termite plans, moisture control, and more. Check out Modern Exterminating online at pestfreesc.com or give them a call today, 765 2315. Modern exterminating. They know what bugs you. Replacing your roof is a big deal and a lot of people have never had to do it. When you have to, choose the Red Shirt Guys Roofing. One of the Midlands best rated roofing companies. The Red Shirt Guys Roofing guarantee is their promise to you that they'll do the right thing both on and off the roof and they'll be there for you long after the job is complete. Veteran owned and operated. Discover what other businesses and thousands of homeowners have. Choose the Red Shirt Guys Roofing. Request a free quote online at theredshirtguysroofing.com or call them 243-3968, redshirtguys.com.
6: Lowe's knows you'll do it right. And do it yourself to stay within budget when making updates to your bathroom. We do it right, too, by offering up to 20% off select toilets during the final days of our Refresh for Less kitchen and bath event. Step up your style even more with floor tiles starting at just 49 cents a square foot. For your next bath project, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 3-6. See store
5: for details, U.S. only. Welcome back to Clemson Sports Talk. Join the show in the chat room at ClemsonSportsTalk.com.
2: The beat drops. The show that shakes the Southland back on top again in the Midlands. The iHeartRadio app around the world, Amazon Echo, Google Home devices. Yeah, Lol, Swanee Math puts it to bed. This, this is going to be the over. Take the over. At the Combine today, uh, just kind of taking a look at some of these numbers. I, I'm with you, Lowell. It's weird. I don't know how they have this thing worked up but the wideouts are supposed to go on uh, supposed to go tomorrow and i'm guessing that's when they're going to do all their catching drills and everything but today as i understood they're supposed to be on the bench i did not see
3: nobody's posted it
2: those results come through which i'm wondering if it has to do with uh a little thing called television and wanting to preserve that but you would think it would somebody get out. would
3: put it on twitter wouldn't you
2: think it would get out i don't know uh, fastest guy so far uh, is Justice Hill, running back from Oklahoma State. He ran a 4-4 flat.
3: Who also had a pretty good bench press. I, no, I lied. He had a bad bench press, but he's fast, so it's okay.
2: I was looking to see uh, how does it make you feel, Lowell, if you are, say, Benny Snell from Kentucky, who we know is a very good running back. Who ran a four six six forty, but was outrun by uh Utah punter Mitch Wisnowski. Benny Snell ran a four six six. Mitch Wisnowski ran a four six three. The punter outran several, several running backs including Elijah Holyfield, who ran a 4 7, 8 40 the running back from Georgia. Elijah Holyfield, as a matter of fact, Lowell, got outrun by three special teams players. Is there anything that hurts your draft stock more than that? Well, what can you tell us about his combine time? Well, I can tell you got outrun by two punters and a kicker.
3: Now, how fast is that punter with pads on?
2: Well, you know what? Maybe that was Nick Saban's philosophy on fourth down. Maybe Saban had seen his kicker running in the open field and thought he might be our best option. He might be our fastest guy.
3: Know what I would love to see? A combine <laughs> where you do everything in full football gear. Everything. That's what I want to say. Lift weights. Bench press, you're in your gear. Wonderlick, you're in your gear. Everything in your football gear.
2: Running back Alec Ingold from Wisconsin ran a four eight nine forty. Offensive lineman Eric McCoy from Texas A and M also ran a four eight nine forty.
3: By the way, Mike Gundy put up eight reps of two twenty five. Mike Gundy? Yeah, the coach. Yep. At the combine, I don't know. I guess he just did it for fun, but yeah, he put up eight.
2: Do you have a problem with the fact that Eric McCoy from Texas A and M? ran the 40-yard dash as fast as a running back from Wisconsin? SEC speed, low. That's what they say. I I do find it convenient that I didn't see anybody, like once you got to the fastest offensive lineman, I didn't see another position that fell below the fastest offensive lineman, if that makes sense. Like nobody, nobody from the running backs or the special teams guys finished below an offensive lineman. Well,
3: that's good news. They should not.
2: And they did not.
3: If they do, they probably aren't getting drafted. (laughs) Holyfield got outran significantly
2: by the punter.
3: That's fine. Holyfield also put up like 26 reps on the bench. Speed isn't his thing. Running people over is his thing.
2: Speaking uh, of the bench press at the Combine, the most reps we've seen continues to be from Usoy O. Peta, I believe, the, the young man from Weber State we mentioned yesterday, still with 39 reps. Five more reps, Lowell, than anybody else. But how about Alex Barnes from Kansas State, the running back? 34 reps. That's the second most, along with Garrett Bradbury, uh, who's an offensive lineman from NC State.
3: Yeah, he put up 34 reps and ran a four six three, which, I mean – Four six three generally isn't great for a running back, but if you can put up 34 reps on the bench to go with it, I think you'll take your chances.
2: Yeah, Mitch Hyatt there at 28 reps uh, of 225 pounds. I mentioned earlier he was 10th yesterday. Now with the running backs in the mix, I think he's dropped to about 12th or so. But uh, Mitch Hyatt still with a, a decent performance. I think nobody's really complaining about that. And I'm with you, Lowell. Why don't we see the results coming out from uh Hunter Renfro's bench press. You think they're doing that behind closed doors? So nobody knows? Wasn't that supposed to
3: happen today? I, I I thought that was today. They put D.K. Metcalf's bench out there.
2: He's the big wide receiver. The big wide receiver from Ole Miss. Who, he, it looks like Rendrick Taylor's son or something. He put
3: up 27 on the bench. Yeah. But nobody else is... I don't see any but any other wide receivers, just him.
2: Maybe he broke it. DJ Metcalf broke the bench, folks. Well, hang on. Uh oh, are they tr- are they tr- trickling out now?
3: Uh, the Arizona State wide receiver Inkeel Harry put up twenty seven as well. Yeah. Yeah, here's some wide receivers. Jalen Hurd put up twenty three. Felton Davis twenty one. Gary Jennings twenty. Still don't see Hunter Renfro though. The Clemson
2: Lady Tiger basketball team yesterday led big at the break up in Durham. They were up nine at the break, feeling good about where they were. They fall sixty three fifty nine, tight ball game. They get beat. They they do not win their tenth game in the ACC. They fall to nine and seven in league play, eighteen and eleven overall. Uh, that's a Duke team that's now thirteen and fourteen. 5-10 and ten overall. The Tigers faced a five-minute deficit. I mean, excuse me, a double-digit deficit with five minutes to play and pulled within one but couldn't complete the comeback. Uh, I think more importantly, or maybe sadly, was simply the fact that Clemson led so big but yet could not close the deal, allowing the Duke Blue Devils uh, to come back. I, I, I hate that because I really wanted to see this group get that 10th win in conference play. Uh, the regular season now, has now concluded, and the Lady Tigers will head to the ACC tournament, which kicks off Wednesday, March the 6th. Uh, the seeding for the tournament will come out Sunday evening. Well, it's been a good year for Amanda Butler and her crew, they, and they haven't had what you might label as, quote, bad losses, but they lost to Georgia Tech the other day, now losing to Duke last night. And the way they lost to Duke last night, not not fun at all. Now, I'll tell you what is fun Clemson Tiger baseball. The good news is you're about 35 minutes out from the Tigers pregame show getting kicked up here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. So, what Lola and I are going to do, we've got to hit a quick stopping point here. We got a little break coming up. We got about uh, 30 minutes of radio left for you, but we got a couple of great interviews as we head into the Clemson South Carolina series. We're going to play both Monty Lee. And coach Mark Kingston's interviews that we had with them earlier in the week on SC Sports, which can be heard from 6 to 8 p.m. on 560 W of which I am one of the co-hosts. We'll be back with that after this.
5: It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with
2: Lawton Swan. Ready, sit. Just call me Swanny I guess. that's drive time right here on Fox Sports Radio and iHeartRadio Lawton Swan hanging out with you Lowell the producer doing work here on the show that shakes the Southland Clemson Tiger Baseball don't forget Tiger fans Fox Sports Radio 1400 your home for Clemson sports coverage in the Midlands and I don't mean just this show which of course is the show for Tiger fans around the world on the iHeartRadio app but also Uh, you get a chance to listen to Clemson Tiger Sports here as well. Now, I am a part one half of a new show, not a news show, a new show called SE Sports on the South Carolina Radio Network, which can be heard on WVOC, 560 WVOC, our sister station, every day from 6 until 8 o'clock. Now, the great thing about that is the new show, SC Sports, is podcasted. That means you can listen when you want to listen and where you want to listen. I was listening to the show today, as a matter of fact, just to kind of, you know, you know me, lol little Q&A, a little quality and uh, analysis of the whole thing. Want to make sure it's all squeaky clean and whatnot. But uh, one of the great things about it is it's not just a Clemson show. It's a show about the Tigers and the Gamecocks, about the Walford Terriers, the Furman Paladins, It's a show about all the teams in the state of South Carolina and all the big news nationally. That's every sport, every market, every player, every coach, everybody you want to talk about, we talk about. But what's really awesome is we had a chance to interview Coach Mark Kingston, head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, and Monty Lee over the past couple of days in some SC Sports exclusive interviews. We're going to play both of those here for you as we get set to head into. I think it's a perfect lead-in to a preview of course of clemson and south carolina as that series gets underway tonight at six but the pregame show kicks off right here on fox sports radio at five thirty. so without further ado we'll begin with coach mark kingston uh during his interview with us over on uh, sc sports on the south carolina radio network this is myself and will pelagic my co-host uh doing the interview
9: here on SC Sports, South Carolina Radio Network, it is uh, the biggest week of the baseball season. South Carolina and Clemson squaring off this weekend. Of course, the series begins Friday at Clemson, Saturday in Greenville, and then it concludes back in the Midlands in Uh, the Sunday finale and the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks who started out seven and one is Mark Kingston and coach Uh, eight games into the season, seven game winning streak. How do you feel about your ball club going into this weekend series?
10: Well, I feel good. We're still learning a lot about our team. Obviously we're trying to figure out, um, you know, the best roles for guys, how to best use our pitchers and what the batting order needs to be. So there's still a lot of things to figure out. It's still very early in the season, but uh, seven and one at this point, And as you mentioned, seven in a row, um, you know, definitely nothing to be embarrassed about so far.
9: Uh, first things first, want to ask you about the wounded warriors, if you will, from your team, uh, both Chris Collin and Noah Campbell came up with some back injuries uh, over the course of the weekend and earlier in the week. What is their status for the weekend as you see it right now?
10: Yeah, I would, I would assume Noah Campbell is a hundred percent. will be able to play, uh, at this point based on what we're seeing. And you know, we were we wanted to be cautious with him yesterday. He could have played yesterday, um, but he just wanted, we're trying to get him back to 100%, not 90%, and, and have it linger on him. Uh, Chris Cullen will probably be a game-day decision. You know, he's been dealing with that for most of the year. Uh, so we were hoping playing first base would protect him a little bit more, but he, he tends to tweak it a little bit when he takes a swing in the, in the wrong way. So he'll probably be a game-time decision.
2: We're talking with South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston here on SC sports on the South Carolina radio network coach, speaking of the first base and catcher positions, uh, Luke Berryhill's Hills really opened some eyes with his start this season. I'm sure his fast start is uh, no surprise to you though.
10: No, he's a good player. You know, he's a, he's a strong kid. He's a fast Twitch kid. Uh, he's a gamer. He loves to play. He, he gets dirty every game and, uh, he's done a really nice job for us behind the plate at the plate. Uh, most of the time on the bases when he tries to try to do too much like he did the other night um it's been a really really nice addition to our program and he's helped us in a lot of different ways with the bat um but also as a a good leader behind the plate as well so he's definitely been a, a really nice addition to our program
9: how do you envision setting up your rotation for the weekend i know that you guys have stayed pretty consistent how do you evaluate the way you guys have gone through the first two turns
10: no, I think we haven't announced that we'll probably make the official declaration tomorrow about the rotation. I wouldn't anticipate too many major changes at this point. Um, the key for us at this point is, you know, the bullpen has been so good that we don't want to mess with that. And if that means we need to have a shorter leash on starters. We'll continue to do that. Um, we just need to continue to make, make use of the depth we have because we definitely have more depth of arms of quality arms of guys that can get outs in that bullpen. So, like you saw last, uh, if we need to use guys two innings at a time, three innings at a time, get them in, get them out, get them one time through the order, and and hand it off to the next guy, if that's what we need to do, that's what we'll do. Uh, that's we studied a lot of that all off season with the pro teams and you know the teams that needed to do that, so. Just gotta find a way to to get the most outs uh, as quickly as we possibly can. So whether that's with heavy starters, heavy bullpen, we'll just do whatever we need to do.
2: You guys will ramp up in competition this week playing Clemson and you start SEC play in just a couple of weeks. what What positively can you take from the first eight games? And conversely, what do you feel like you guys need to work on?
10: Yeah, I still think our our defense needs to get better. We're at about a nine seventy, which which right now is not terrible. Um, last year we fielded it at a 980, which was seventh in the country, so we're not at that level yet. Um, and I think at a 970, that's solid. I think we can get better there. They get the plate, we're striking out a little bit too much, um, but what's coming with that is is, is power. Uh, we mentioned before the season we thought we could have similar type power to what we had last year, which was some of the best in the country. And right now we're leading the country in home runs, so that's been that's been a nice development for us Um, from a pitching standpoint. uh, Our strikeout to walk ratio is very very good. We thought we'd walk less guys than we did last year, and so far that's been the case. Um, And so those things, you know, those things tend to supersede the competition. If you have power and it shows up in games, that tends to be the same regardless of the competition. And if you can throw strikes, that generally is consistent too, regardless of the teams you're playing. So I would say those are positive developments so far, but again, you know the, the competition with Clemson and the SEC is going to really start to ratchet it up, so we'll have a better idea of, of how quickly these all these new players will be up to speed.
9: Whether it was a psychological effect last year or just the fact that the players ended up getting better at bats, better reps, the pitching machines really had... An amazing effect when you took them on the road, latter part of the season, part of that big SEC series streak run. Uh, How do you envision kind of using those things once you get into the situation where you guys are going to have to start traveling? Obviously, the
6: trip to Clemson isn't exactly
9: be a strenuous one but but how much of that will you revisit and look at going into uh, the start of conference play
10: yeah i think we just we need to evaluate as we go last year that was that was an audible um as we went on went on the road and, and realized as we got away from the machines our, our guys weren't quite as sharp so what i think we'll know going into this year is kind of the right amount of machine. have an extended road trip this year we won't wait um to do that we'll do it right out of the gate so you know, I think we did learn that that does keep our guys sharp, whether we're home or on the road. We need we need that to be a component of our preparation. So we definitely will do a better job with that. Now it's just a matter of with with a new group of hitters trying to figure out how much do they need to stay sharp. Last year it took us a while to figure out what did that group need to stay sharp. Uh, this is a, a whole batch of new hitters. So we just need to really do a good job of evaluating what do they need to stay sharp and, and what is too much. So, Again, when you have so many new players, you, you have to figure that stuff out as you go.
2: South Carolina baseball coach Mark Kingston joining us on SC Sports this evening on the South Carolina Radio Network. Coach, taking a look at it, which players really stood out for you so far or maybe surprised you?
10: I'd say Brett Carey has to be the leader for that. Um, he was a guy that had uh, just an average fall for us and you know, was behind a lot of guys uh, on that pitching staff at the end of the fall. Um, and we let him know that we had a, we had a post-fall meeting, let him know exactly where he was, where he needed to get better and uh, tried to give him as, as much of a sense of urgency as, as we thought he needed uh, going into the winter session of, of improvement and adjustments. And he came back in the spring as a different guy um, and the velocity is better. His command has always been there. He's developed a slider that has replaced a loopy you know, high school type curveball, ball. Uh, and he's, he's been liked out for us. And, He's got great demeanor on the mound. He doesn't back down from anything. So at this point I would say he's been the biggest, uh, most pleasant surprise.
2: Coach, as you guys enter this game this weekend against the Tigers, you'll come in with the same record. Uh, what are your impressions from this seven one Clemson group?
10: Well, they're a good team. There's no doubt about it. You know, they're they're fielding at a high high clip. They they're hitting for power, they're stealing bases, uh, and their pitching is very good as well. So if you look at the stats, they're, they're very, very similar. Um, I think they have more guys returning than we do, um, but the stats are very, very similar. They played a pretty solid schedule as well. So I think it should be an evenly matched series. It's just going to be a matter of, of which guys are, are more ready to play um, in terms of being ready for this type of competition, this stage, and, and, uh, and see who gets those bounces or who gets the clutch hits or who makes the big pitch. Um, but on paper, the two teams look pretty evenly matched.
9: This question probably more suitable for a higher power, but as far as the weather goes, Friday it looks okay at Clemson. Uh, in the morning, uh, at least there could be a chance of showers. Saturday looks better. Sunday not necessarily as good. Uh, what contingencies do you have to try and get all three of these games in if possibly uh, Mother Nature does not cooperate?
10: Yeah, good question. The first, the first uh, part of that question would be Friday. As of right now, the game time is 6 o'clock, but there has been talk of potentially moving that up in the day a couple hours um, to give a bigger window to try to get that game in. Uh, Saturday, as you mentioned, appears to be fine. And Sunday, we have moved up the game to noon to try to give ourselves a better window to try to get the game in as well. Um, if we're not able to get those any of the games in this weekend, then we would have to you know, see if there's anywhere later in the season where we might be able to match up. Um, but then that gets a little sticky just because you have them going into ACC play, us going into SCC play, and you know you, you prefer not to play five games and have double midweeks during your, your conference season. So,
2: All right, we're going to cut that right there simply because he's talking about whether they're going to get the games in or not, and the expectation is still that the first pitch is going to be at 6.02, uh, but there may be some questions with the weather up in Tigertown, the latest we've heard. But there will be full updates of that coming up here in about 18 minutes as we go to – the uh, the pregame show between Clemson and South Carolina right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Uh, yesterday, though, we also had a chance to speak with Monty Lee on SC Sports. And here's Coach Lee's interview. We'll play as much of this as we can here on Clemson Sports Talk this afternoon. Happy to be joined on the guest line this evening by Clemson Tiger baseball coach monty lee coach lee welcome into sc sports and you know this weekend with a huge matchup across the state of south carolina between your tigers and coach kingston's game the three-game series spread out across the state in clemson in greenville in columbia it's been done different ways through the years there used to be two three-game series uh, home and home essentially there were two game series home and homes uh, how do you like your uh, Clemson-South Carolina rivalry in terms of how it's distributed across the state now?
8: Well, I would, I would say that it's unique. I think that's one thing that stands out about our rivalry. There's a lot of great rivalries across the country. I think our rivalry is, is unique because, uh, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, there's no professional sports in the state of South Carolina. So that you know, the Tigers and the Gamecocks are the professional sports teams. Uh, for the people uh, across our state and to be able to play uh, in three different uh, ballparks in three different days it just makes it very unique uh, for the fans it's exciting uh, for both teams to be able to play in different venues and um, but uh, it's tough I'll tell you that it's 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 tough anytime you play against a quality squad like the University of South Carolina has uh, and to play in three different ballparks in three days it, it can be a little bit uh, a little bit tough, but it's a whole lot of fun, and, and we're excited about the
2: opportunity to
8: get started uh, right here at Doug Kingsmore tomorrow night.
2: At last I looked, I know obviously you two have the same 7-1 record, but both have hit 17 home runs. That's good for second best in the country uh, in terms of the long ball. Do you expect that that's going to play a, a factor in these <laughs> three games?
8: Well, you know, I, I think that a, a big key for both teams is going to be obviously trying to limit the long ball. Uh, on the pitching side, I think, you know, for, for us, you know, just looking at the Gamecocks lineup, you know, they've got, they got a group of guys that can drive the baseball and uh, we've got to do a good job of executing pitches, keeping the ball down in the zone and letting our defense play behind our pitching staff. Cause we feel like we got a good defensive ball club. Uh, we just got to play, you know, we got to play our best baseball on the, on the defensive side. And, and on the pitching side, uh, if it becomes a slugfest, fest uh, be tough uh for us and and uh but we got some power too now so i mean we we got some guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark too um one thing that i that i like about our club is our ability to score runs in different ways i think we got a team that can do that uh we can run Uh, we've shown that we can steal bases and we can put some pressure on a defense that way as well so you know that's one thing that you know. Obviously, anybody that we play is going to have to focus on a little bit. Is when we get runners on base, they're going to have to pick. They're going to have to be quick to the plate. Catchers are going to have to make accurate throws because we will press the envelope a little bit. So, you know, this series typically is going to boil down to who makes the fewest amount of mistakes. You know, who does the best job of catching and throwing the baseball, taking care of the baseball, limiting the free ninety. Uh, we've got to throw strikes and play good defense and. And if we can keep the ball down, let our defense play behind our pitching staff and make it a game of catch-and-throw, I like our chances.
9: Clemson baseball coach Monty Lee joining us here on SC Sports, South Carolina Radio Network. Clemson and South Carolina squaring off this weekend in the three-city series. When was the last time you had a player who was as much a two-way threat as Davis Sharp is?
8: I never have. (laughs) To be quite honest with you, I don't think I've – I've never had a guy – you know who could do both at that level. I've I've had a number of two-way players uh, over the years, but you know typically typically guys will um, they'll become more of one or the other over time, uh, just because it's very very difficult to do both. And you know, in fact, in in my time as a coach in college baseball, it's very rare that you come across a young man that can do both at a high level. Brendan McKay. You know, stands out. Young man that was at Louisville was, a, you know, one of the top five picks in a draft a couple years back. He could do it at a high level. I remember watching Matt Wieters, uh when he was at Georgia Tech. He would catch and close for them and, you know, run it up there at 97, 98 out of the bullpen for them. So I've seen it, but it's just very rare. So Davis is the best that I've had. And, you know, I know his career is just starting, but he's the best one I've had at, at being able to do both at a high level.
2: Coach, in terms of, of Davis and, and what he brings to the table, did you foresee this as he you know, came in? Because I think for a lot of Tiger fans out there, he, he's been a bright surprise.
8: Well, I think most people saw him as an amateur uh, coming up through the high school ranks. I think they saw him as a prospect more so on the pitching side uh, just because he's so good uh, you know, a, a, as a pitcher. Uh, but he was always a good hitter. And, like, we watched him play an awful lot. I saw Davis play I don't know how many times before he actually got to Clemson. And he always had a knack for swinging a bat. and He could hit the baseball. In his senior year of high school, he kind of matured physically and, and started running balls out of the ballpark. And he, I think he wound up hitting, like, ten home runs his senior year of high school. And, and we knew at that point, hey, we, we got a chance for this kid to be able to do both. Uh, so it didn't surprise us. I would say, um, but to see a true freshman, you know, do both at such a high level, um, is it, it's, it, it's you know, I don't know if I would say it's it's necessarily surprising, uh, but you just don't you just don't see it, you know, you just don't see a guy that right. that that's been able to have the kind of success he's had at both.
2: All right, there's Monty Lee last night on SE Sports along with myself and Will Pelagic, of course, the Clemson Tiger baseball game I mentioned just a few minutes ago was expected to begin at 6 o'clock. That has now been pushed back. I do expect, though, uh, that uh, Clemson baseball coverage will begin and pick up here in about 10 minutes on Fox Sports Radio 1400 with the pregame, and I'm sure they'll uh, dance around and lead you into tonight's matchup. Hopefully going to get that one in. They say their plans are to still get it in. Uh, They did not give us an update. That news broke just as we started the Monty Lee audio. So we're about 10 minutes away here on the show that shakes the Southland from uh, being out of here. One final break for you, and then uh, we'll hand it up to the upstate where the Tigers and the Gamecocks prepare to square off this evening. Stay with us.
5: Fox Sports Radio 1400 Traffic.
1: Several incidents to tell you about this time around. The center lane of 26 westbound is blocked near exit 111 due to a wreck. Also have a collision Broad River Road at St. Andrews, an accident on Rice Meadow Way at Hardscrabble Road, and a wreck on Monticello Road at I-20. If you see something I've missed, the traininfo.com heating and cooling tip lines open at 343-1055. I'm Duff in the 560 WVOC AM Traffic Center, brought to you by Pope Davis Tire and Automotive. Great prices on tires and car repair for 40 years.
7: This report brought to you by Breaks for Less.
5: Breaks for Less is what we do. We
0: know drums, rotors, pads, and shoes. If there's a squeal in your wheel, come see the best. 254 Stop. Breaks for Less.
4: Hi, I'm Alicia Kaufman Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meeting Place. Just look for the signs near the intersection of US 1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meeting Place, when you want the very best your money can buy.
7: Cottingham Family Dentistry would like to welcome you to become a part of their family. What makes them different? It's in the name, family. Cottingham Family Dentistry offers same-day crowns, dental implants, cosmetic dentistry, including whitening, veneers, and tooth-colored fillings, Invisalign, and many other dental services. If you're searching for an amazing dental home, contact Cottingham Family Dentistry at 776-4234 or stop by their office at 3722 Divine Street and become a part of the family. CottinghamFamilyDentistry.com. Kirk Commercial Construction is a licensed general contractor in South Carolina. Since 2011, Chris Kirk, a Columbia native, with 20 years of construction experience, has believed in meeting his customers' needs. Kirk Commercial Construction is capable of performing any retailer, office expansion, new construction, metal building, or commercial renovation work. In addition to Kirk's commercial construction projects, their service division can assist you with commercial and maintenance tasks. If you need it done right, call 803-250-2495 or Kirk Commercial Construction, Lawton Swan here, and
2: I know in sports we're always talking about the big guy. Well, let me tell you, when you're buying a car, you don't need that. What you need to do is head down to Orangeburg to my good friends at Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac. Four generations of family-owned business right there at Ferry Chevrolet. No dock fees, no tricks, straightforward pricing in a low-pressure environment you'll love. Check them out online, ferrychevrolet.com, or call them, 803-536-1600. It's Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac, just a short 30-minute drive off of exit 145A in Orangeburg.
4: Every day,
10: 13 people die waiting for a kidney transplant. Kidney disease kills more people each year than breast cancer or colon cancer. The National Kidney Foundation helps. To find out
0: more, see us online at kidney.org.
5: Stay on top of today's pop culture, Ace and TJ Mornings, and today's hit music all day on
2: 104.7 WNOK.
1: What have you done for
2: me lately? It's a fair question. Just don't lose
5: sight of the bigger picture. Don't forget history. Lucky for us at Clemson, the answer to the questions, what have you done for me lately? And what have you done always are the same? We win.
2: Final segment of the show that shakes the Southland before we take you up to the upstate for Clemson Tiger Baseball. Man, it feels good to say that. Man, it feels good to be the home of the Clemson Tigers in the Midlands. Fox Sports Radio 1400. That's also on the iHeartRadio app. And get this, if you will. Those guys will have to fill the programming, not us. So uh, they'll come on at 530. And uh, right now, I guess it looks like First pitch backed up a little bit to uh, potentially 6.30, Lowell. So 6.30 now, uh, the apparent uh, perhaps start time. I I don't know that that's going to stay, depending on the weather in the area, which from what I understand has been uh, a little bit rocky here over the past uh, hour, hour and a half up in Clemson. So we'll see the Clemson Tigers basketball team tomorrow with a huge opportunity against North Carolina, North Carolina, the number five ranked team, I believe, in the AP poll right now, and for Clemson would be the signature win, perhaps the piece that would push them into the NCAA tournament puzzle. Speaking of teams in the NCAA tournament in state, how about the Wofford Terriers? How about those Terrier dogs doing work? Those guys, right now, I believe, I think they're like twenty four and four, something, twenty five and four. Something ridiculous, and, and all four of their losses are to pretty good quality big power programs, power five programs. Like, they, they don't have a bad loss this season, and uh, they're a very good team. I, I've seen them penciled in as high as a seven seed lull. That would be a tremendous opportunity for the Walford Terriers if they could, uh, or when they get to the NCAA tournament. I, I think they're in, no matter what happens, just given their resume. Uh, win, lose, or draw on the SoCon. But how about those Terrier dogs? I know my dad's proud of uh, his alma mater and the job they've done.
3: Well, I don't want to pull against his team, for lack of a better term. But I would like to see Furman win the SoCon tournament. Because I think at that point, it would be hard to keep Wofford out of the tournament as well. So you get two teams from the SoCon.
2: How bad is it for Clemson and South Carolina if Furman and Wofford get in and Clemson and South Carolina do not? Obviously, I don't think the Gamecocks are getting in after their loss to Alabama 68-62 the other day. But Clemson and South Carolina both could not get into the NCAA tournament and Wofford and Furman could.
3: It just means someone needs to hire Mike Young.
2: Is that is that how it goes? Who's that someone, Clemson or South Carolina? You throw in Frank Martin or... Uh, Whoever
3: wants to make a move.
2: <laughs> Whoever wants to make a move.
3: By I was, the way, speak, speaking of bad, by the way, did you see the Washington-California game last night?
2: Can we? When did we speak of bad? Clemson and South uh, yeah, Carolina how, not getting in? Yeah, how bad oh, would that be? Okay.
3: Uh, the Pac-12 is bad in everything. Football basketball. I'm not even sure if they're any good at baseball this year. Okay,
2: I buy this. I'm picking up what
3: you're putting down. Washington is the top team in the Pac-12 in basketball this year. Yeah, not good. California has, coming into last night, had lost 23 straight Pac-12 basketball games.
2: 23.
3: 23. That's multiple years. They beat Washington, the top team in the Pac-12 last night. That's not good for the Pac-12. By how
2: many? By one or 100?
3: 76-73.
2: So by three? Yeah, it's not.
3: But it's not good.
2: What Do you think that conference is getting... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for?
3: I can tell you what's happening in football. Nobody's staying on the West Coast anymore. Well, I w- what's
2: the word I was going to say? Are they being diminished by East Coast bias and East Coast coverage and the fact that every game's on and nobody stays up late to watch that stuff. Only a handful of people stay up and watch like Arizona and Southern Cal when the kickoff's at 10 o'clock. Do
3: you mean diminished in that people are just talking bad about them or that they're getting worse because they're not getting coverage? Nobody wants to go. where. uh, Why would you go play at Southern Cal to play 1030 games or 10 o'clock
2: kickoffs on the West Coast that nobody on the East Coast sees? What's the value in that? Who sees it? Only a handful of people see it. You can come across the country like Joseph Nagata. Every game he plays in, everybody across the country is going to get a chance to see. Everybody. I think maybe the marketability of the Pac-12 and what it does for you as a player is diminished by the
3: late game starts. I I also believe that Right now, Larry Scott is just not doing a good job as commissioner of that league. I mean, there there were, there have been multiple opportunities. Like for, I'll give you a perfect example. Well, can't. We're running out of time, but I'll just say he's not fighting for his league right now, and that's what he needs to do.
2: Clemson Tiger Baseball versus the South Carolina Gamecocks coming up. I believe first pitch scheduled for six thirty. It's been moved back just a bit, but we are taking you right up to Doug Kingsmore Stadium. After this, as always, y'all take care now. And go Tigers.
6: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?